Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Twenty-two episodes. Yeah, we're more than half. More than halfway there. I mean, it's giving halfway. Um, it's giving halfway in a couple of ways. It's giving halfway, and that I think we're ultimately about maybe more than halfway there. But also, I feel like we're in that sort of format slump, right? Where it's like not to lead with how I felt about the episode, and I know, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, we disagree. But like. Let's get some calls home. Let's start talking about what we're going to do with the money. And like we, as we predicted when we thought maybe the draw would come back, like this can't really, this format continue much longer. So I think we're in that sort of four to five episode stretch before a change. And I'm getting that sort of seventh inning itch. I I mix metaphors, but hopefully someone's with me. No, it plays, but I... It plays, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it plays better than anything I would have said. For the first half, I was with you, but by the fact that, you know, Corey's team lost, Evan's team got the win, mixed things up, got a new batch of people in the mix, I was into it. 
I thought it was interesting to see how this week's guys team uh, guys they went down. I thought it was interesting dynamics carry over from earlier in the season. Um, I, I was into it. I was into the dynamics of uh, the back half. But how are you? <laughs> That's how I, I am. That was like I know. I'm good. Here we are. Where everyone else on the entire planet is off. Here we are. We're doing. I think we might be the only new podcast being dropped this week. Even like Rob's like doing some like made up brand steals that like aren't even like a thing. He's just like doing that. Well, here drag we are. <laughs> Absolutely drag him. <laughs> no, it's like it's a week of reruns, and here we are. We got a fresh batch of episodes. Look, if MT- anywhere MTV is, there we are. You know, something yeah. like that. All right. Can I say something? Please. As opposed to what I've been doing this whole two minutes we've been on. How have we not? And I want to be clear. This is at the top of my notes. I, I was saying this before it was speculated later between Fessel and Mariah. How have we not discussed the possibility of co-ed rider dies throwing the challenges on the men's day or the women's day? It, it's a great point. And I don't know why we didn't think of it because it makes... It's such a it would be such a key component, right? They talked about it here, where the your rider night is gonna be safe or not safe, whether like if you win, it puts them at, uh, at risk. If you lose, it keeps them safe. Yeah, and, and you're not at, at risk either. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't bring it up. That's a bad job by us. Even you, the listeners, didn't write in and say, God, it's right in front of you. So it's all of us. I, think, I guess it's fail. because it's I guess it's because like every it it's the same for everyone right it's like then it's like everyone's just all throwing it and they all just like stand still and no one well, if you have a co- no but if you have a co-ed pair but if you have a same everyone's everyone, was everyone co-ed jesus yeah everyone's co-ed everyone's co-ed i guess i should have said like some were non-rookie vet co-ed but everyone was co-ed okay fair enough so i guess more that was dumb and i'm gonna own that and not try to say well, if, if, you, if you felt your rider die was more at risk like like an amber with I guess that's and really yes. more what I'm thinking than like a nani bananas kind of vibe. Yeah. But but even then it's like or or really Mariah and Fessel aren't even that close. And like Fessel later we see he's like, Well, are you gonna be like ride for me? Like kind of like are you gonna throw it for me? And she's like, Well, you didn't do it for me. And he was like, Well, you didn't explicitly ask me. It's like yeah. you guys aren't even friends. Like, so why would she do that? Right. Yeah. I mean, Amber and Chauncey are literally dating. So if they're not going to do it for each other, Amber is almost trying harder to win, <laughs> which is funny enough. But yeah, if they're not going to do it, then um, I don't, then it would be tough for anyone. And also, a lot of the challenges, I guess the trivia one last week was definitely one where you could have thrown it. But a lot of these haven't been like easily where one person could just tank it for another another one. Although this one was another one where someone could have tanked it based off, based off the dynamic of this week. But it would be tough for just one person to sink it for the entire time. Um, and I guess the the risk is if you lose for your team, then the next week, if your team loses and it's like, okay, so maybe it's a men's day, but then the mm-hmm. next week when it's a women's day, the team's looking to get rid of the weakest team, the weakest person, and they throw you in from the draw. Like, I know they can't throw you in right. from the houseboat, but. Right. Unless you your ride or die does, unless your ride or die does a good enough job of throwing it again. And then they, you know, you win and you're safe because it's the, the tug and pull of it all all right maybe i'll sound more together when i say this i have um some suspicions in this conversation with natty and bananas <laughs> bananas <laughs> um that was bad but not i only want to say banani bananas banani bananas whatever all right we're back 
when bananas is sort of saying like oh i'm frustrated that you know i really thought we'd be going to the end with her ride or dies and like i hope i've been a good partner to you i'm out here like is this a subtle reminder from bananas to nani like i hope you protect me like i really wanted to do this with you i'm here for you like you better stump for me i don't believe that bananas ever has like a wholly selfless motive in his shtick no, I, I kind of believe it because I don't think what, what, for what reason would he have to doubt that Nani would go against him when push came to shove? Like, that's not the type of player she is. That's not their relationship. Like, if anything, I would more see it the other way where Nani would have to like remind Bananas, like, make sure you don't forget about me and just you know focus on yourself. Like, I, I, I can't see the scenario where Bananas thinks that Nani would screw him over um, in the game. I don't think it's screwing him over. I think what we've seen is like, it's sort of you not everybody can stump for their ride or die right because like someone's ride or die unless it's someone who's been eliminated and maybe you know we'll talk about nelson going in like his ride or die wasn't there to stump for him like somebody is going to go in uh, someone's ride or die is you know nine times out of ten going to go in and it's like are you willing to really like say it with your chest? Are you willing to throw your social capital around? Are you really willing to put it on the line? Or are you going to be like Mariah, who I fully believe said, I'm not going to say his name, but you mm -hmm. can and I won't stop you. Um, or are you really going to like spill blood for me? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's my bananas naivete, but I, I believe the more sincerity point to him that he was just wanting to make sure he was, being a good partner. And I kind of think part of the reason he even came back so quickly was knowing he would be paired with her. And I think part of his frustration was like, oh, I just thought I was going to be with Nani. That's why I'm back. And now we're not even together. Um, so I feel like that's more where it came from rather than I want to set myself up for the game. But like, I mean, look, if that's the case, I, I wouldn't put it past him. Also, that's just not, that's not how I read it. Well, let's talk about a duo that makes Bananas and Nani look like mortal enemies. We get a call between Nelson and Corey, where Corey is unceremoniously billed as Nelson's friend. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we get Corey, um, notorious great challenge winner, giving other great notorious <laughs> challenge winner Nelson advice on how to win the game. Uh, very know-it-alls uh, of them, right? <laughs> um, the shade? Yeah, did, like, Rob, did Rob put coal in your stocking? Like, what has happened? No, I just had a funny joke right now, I wanted to say it. Um, <laughs> but like, it, it, it's, it's always good to get that uh, reminder, right? For Corey to kind of shake Nelson's head a little bit. I kind of wish he got this message a couple weeks ago when it would have paid more dividends of you're working with Bessie. Why? Um, because I feel like he could have used that reminder that at this point, it's a little, a little too late. Nelson already made his bed that he was working with Bessie. It, it's so funny because, I mean, do you think we'll see Corey on the challenge again? Yeah, I think so. I think if Corey hasn't been on, it's been by his choice, and I feel like he there would be welcoming him back. I think he's very instrumental in this world. Um, so I, 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 I we had a vaccine, like a vaccine issue. Yeah, but I mean the fact that he was shown here. I mean, I feel like that makes his case a little bit better. I mean, the social media tweets about him. So I think he'd be back. I do love that. Like we get Corey talking about Nelson's mom, as opposed to like this could have been a call with Nelson's mom. But it was mm -hmm. cute. Their relationship is is a, one of the great challenge friendships. No, it is. I mean, I mean, we see Nelson kind of talk about the this elimination with, with Russell the, the last time. I think the last time Corey was on was when Nelson laid down the sword for Corey and went in against Russell and lost. So this this episode 
even outside of this conversation certainly brings back a lot of the, the memories of the Nelson and Corey friendship. Um, then we also get a new, a new memory. I mean, not memory is not the right word A call between Jordan and his friend, Sasha, which upon seeing Sasha pop up, I was like, Oh, this will undoubtedly be about Jordan's efforts in the Ukraine. Um, which was amazing. What Jordan did amazing to give a platform to being to, you know, doing humanitarian relief work in the Ukraine. I think there was like a little, uh, thing about donating on the side, uh, that popped mm-hmm. up on the screen. Um, a non-please wrote to us, and first of all, a non-please wrote a very touching message about uh, having a baby and uh, listening to the podcast during late nights uh, with the baby. So congratulations to Anon, uh, sending love. Uh, but moving on, as Anon says, since I've been out of the game for a while, can you please explain to me how on earth Jordan is still out on the show? The humanitarian work in the Ukraine aside, I've Googled about him since he's come up on previous pods. And if what I'm seeing on, the, on Google is correct... And then they wrote some examples. How is he allowed to be back? Am I missing something here? Here, we've talked about this a lot, but sort of like I was like, I was watching with somebody who had never seen the show before. And I and we were watching mm-hmm. Jordan, we're watching this package. This package is amazing. Like to just pack your shit and go to a war zone to help people is incredible. We've talked about that. You brought that up before. Um and I was, I, I showed the like hammer elimination. I was like, this guy does more with one hand than most people do with like five hands, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but like, and I feel like we've, tra- we've struggled through this. Like, is there a redemption story here? We've had Anissa, we've had Naya, we've had people coming on and like stumping for Jordan. Is this again, another effort to like, I don't want to say that there's like a, an ulterior motive. Like, I think it's important to like have aired the Ukraine stuff, but also like, I feel like there's been a lot of attempts to sort of redeem Jordan's reputation. And like, this definitely doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, look, they've gone out of their way now multiple times to make Jordan redeemed, look better, better in people's eyes, want him to be more of a fixture. And I think a lot of this, like, Oh, look, this, this stuff here is absolutely great to highlight and they should show it and they should put the links to it. And it was, a, it was a wonderful package and what he's doing. Uh, before and I think he's I think I've seen clips of him he's been going back doing more stuff since the season it, it is all great it's just they go out of their way to show the good stuff and they've really buried a lot of the bad stuff or yada yada and I, it's it does a disservice to the show and people watching and the fans that know more that they skip over the bad or just briefly touch on it and then really do full packages on the good and we saw that even with you know the Charles documentary, they really yada yada, not just his bad, but other people's bad. Um, and the child, they just don't want to jump in front of it. Either you're cut off like Camilla and you're just never heard from again, or they try to redeem you and they hide a lot of the bad from the audience. And that's the interesting thing. I mean, it's a great point. It's like the great thing that the real world used to do is show sort of a complete story arc. Like you think of the Miz and Coral. Right. Like Miz showed up and had a lot of problematic viewpoints and things to say. And then he meets Coral and they sort of form this unlikely friendship in this amazing, like diverse city that Miz has never like experienced. And it changes his life like for the better. And that's sort of sort of the rainbow package that in at its best, the real world was intended to like show. The people can meet people and change their views just by getting Mm -hmm. to know one another beautiful what you're highlighting which is true is like the challenge 
season to season is not highlighting like able to sort of package this neat little story arc. But if you're watching Jordan from day one to now, the story arc is there of people are complex and people are not all good or not all bad and like have good attributes and drop everything and go to the Ukraine and fall in love and fall out of love and have complicated relationships and maybe have some really fucking problematic shit going on. Like that is, should be called out. And like, so if you're watching his journey, which very few of us did from start to finish, you see that sort of story. If you don't, as you're saying, it's buried. And I think that's where Anon is highlighting, which is like, hold on, I did some Googling and I don't understand what he's doing here. I do wish MTV made more of an effort to address it head on. Um, I agree with you. It is, it is really complicated, for lack of a better word. Yeah, Jordan is still one of the more complicated people that's ever been on the show. And that's what makes him so fascinating, uh, both good and obviously for bad. And, and then what makes it frustrating that they don't show the good and the bad. And, you know, they, again, they do highlight a lot of the good, which is very good. But, you know, show the show both sides. Um, and if they, they, they don't want to create like a complicated story and they just want the challenge to like be the show and the game and all this stuff, then, that, then that's a choice and you can do that. But then also, it feels disingenuous then to bring in the good, right? Like either just treat the show and the game as what it is. And like, that's it. Or do both and bring in like the great package in the Ukraine and some of his very questionable racial and, you know, human level comments that he's made about other people. Like either do both or do nothing. Bam. Agreed. Um, let's go to the, the team underdog because they really rally this week, as you previewed and why you like this episode. Um, I want to talk about Devin's pep talk, because first when he's pointed out, someone said, you're a dog. I was like, oh, that's like an insult. Like, say someone's a dog is mean. But I guess if you say everyone's a dog and you say in the right way, nah, you can nah, really nah, no, you're, rally the you're troops. Giving el- you're giving elderly now, Allie. You're giving elderly. Dog is, is, is in. You're a dog. That's, that's really popular now. That's uh, you're, you know, you're a hustler. You're, you're an athlete. You're a big time. You're a dog. I got the vibe. Got that, got that dog in you. I'm sorry. I'll give elderly. If a man points at me and says, you're a dog, and that's the end of the story and doesn't continue to go around the rest of the circle, we're going to have a problem. Well, yeah, I guess I don't want to square up. Like, <laughs> you need a little more context. To He's going to catch hands. Okay, if a stranger went up to you and said, you're a dog, yes, that, that would be kind of weird. Yeah, the, context, the context of this. But I feel like that's the same thing for us a lot. Like, if someone went up to you and said, you have Riz, I feel like you'd be like, I what? Like, but you know, you know the, the no, I know Riz. Riz. I'm watching TikTok because I see people go up and go, what's your Riz? Do you think you have Riz? Go get right. his number. I get it. The dog is in. dog is very in. Dog is E-A-W-G. in. Let's have a quick sidebar. Sidebar, mm-hmm. listeners, stop listening. We're having a sidebar. Respect the sidebar. Um, what do you think about... I feel like we don't have any merch and we talk about this a lot and there's no real mm-hmm. demand for it. But I feel like you're it's giving elderly. You're giving elderly uh, with a back that a little bit says challenge wrap up. That could that could sell. I could play. You could play. It's got Riz. Yeah, it's got Riz. It's a dog. All right. In the back, no press. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back from the sidebar. Uh, everyone can start listening again. Should we get to the daily? <laughs> but, but, but just giving them some credit, I did like Oh, sorry. Was there more? I forgot. No, I just, was just I, about TikTok. <laughs> like, it was, like, very corny. And, like, it was obviously very corny. And they all felt it was very corny. But... Like, not just keep saying it, but it really did play. Like, everyone bought into it, and, like, everyone rallied behind it, and, like, they're like, yeah, it's corny, this is stupid, but you know what? This is our corny, and this is stupid, and this is our team, and we're, we're the underdogs, and, like, let, let's rally behind it. And it was a, it was a great speech. You know, he, he, he could be football coach at level energy. He should give the opening speech instead of Nelson if Bananas isn't going to do it. That was certainly evident here. Oh, no question, and I don't even think it was corny. I, I'm a big proponent of the classic, this is our house, no one comes into our house and pushes mm-hmm. us around. Uh, like, you give me, give me a color war, give me a gymnastics meet back in the day, my old day when I was, before I was giving elderly, when I was giving uh, moderately physical fit, physically fit. I don't even want to say physically fit. I want to lie to you. Um, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think, I think Devin did a great job. We love momentum here in the Challenger Hap Up. We talk about it all the time. And like, they're in a big momentum slump. And I think you do need an energy change. I think that's yeah. huge. And this, this was the Devin on Are You the One? He was like the speech giver, the pumper, the like, what was this guy? Like, don't give up on love. Like, he was screaming that. Never even give up on corn. love. Yeah, never give up on love. Jesus. Even that in itself is, is corny and stupid. But like, when you're in like this environment, you need that, you know, rally behind slogan. And, you know, he, he's able to deliver it. Well, I hope the apple didn't fall far from the tree, you know? Um, but let's go. get to the daily. <laughs> uh, chopper drop. Uh, each team is hanging. Uh, six of the six of the team members, if you have more than six, six of them are hanging on the bottom of the helicopter, and you have to drop uh, into a certain target. Uh, each guy at a different point, and then swim to a platform. So I like that. I, 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 I really like that. I, I thought it was a cool challenge. I feel like this was one where the or the forum and the substance I thought worked well. It didn't feel like an overkill type thing of like having the helicopter and all this stuff. Like I I I, I believe the the excitement that everyone had of like feeling like like a cool action hero like swinging from the bottom of a helicopter. It seemed super fun. Um, I kind of wish the only thing I wish it was like I wish the targets were either harder to get or I wish like there was only one person that could drop at a time. Cause I think they had a bunch of targets from you 10 to a hundred points. So a lot of those just went by the wayside, but I feel like there was a way they could tweak it a little bit. 
but I, I very much enjoyed. I thought it was a cool, unique challenge that they haven't really done before. I really did like that. I think I agree. Like I thought it was a fun sort of twist on, you know, we haven't seen exactly this. We've seen sort of a similar, like when they're like hanging onto that speedboat, like the last challenge, one of the challenges, like we've seen, you know, them hang on to stuff and drop into stuff. But I like this sort of strategic decision of having to say, okay, who's swimming from which distance, who are we putting on which points? Like, you know, I really liked that element. I like that the underdog team was able to watch the first team and sort of make calibrate based on that. Well, so I th- that's a big flaw. And is I, well, I, about- I don't, yeah. How would, how would that happen? How did that happen? How, how did the, did their, that, that the underdog team go second? How was it the winning team? Did you get to pick whether you want to go first or second? How was that not a thing? So that's what I was going to say is like, I like it in terms of it worked out it paid off, but I think this is a challenge where it should have been run at the same time, like in a real, like, I know that would have been much more expensive, but like, I would have liked to see these teams go simultaneously. Or you just don't see the results, put them behind a wall and just, right. they don't get to see how many points. But still, it would have been uh, more exciting got. to me to see it by people dropping and, and seeing how people ran it. Different. I mean, I always want to see it simultaneously if I can, but yeah, I think it was a little too, like, again, we got a good result but at sort of a sus cost. Yeah. And look, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big tinfoil hat guy in the challenge. I believe oh, the challenge for the most part is I think that, you know, in terms of production, putting their thumb on the scale, but this to me screamed fishy that they had the underdog team go second so they can make sure, try to make sure that they were going to win or at least make it dramatic as close to a tie or keep it up to the time. And the fact that they had them go second makes no sense. But absolutely the team that won last week should get the pick if they want to go first or second. And they were obviously not picked to go first. So that screams fishy. Well, how many men are left on this would have been one man and two men in the draw. This would have been, yeah, one person voted in and then just the draw, like you don't pick who goes in and just who's safe. Although, you know what, back to what you were saying about not being really tinfoil hat people. I do believe the challenge is prepared to, you know, take it down to the studs. Like, it, that they would be fine going to one person with a two person draw. That would be hella dramatic. And then I think they'd be fine with if you lose, both men are going in and you know it. I think they'd I be fine with it, that. I think they would prefer to keep the teams more even. I think it makes their well, of course lives they prefer much easier. It. Yeah, sure, so they, they prefer it, but I think the they were prepared. No, but I think they, they did this format being fully prepared to go. Like we, we could take it all the way down to one team mm-hmm. going to just two people going in. Because even that would be ex- like. Listen, it would be exciting to watch if one team has two men and they know they're going in against each other if they don't win and they have to work together and like build this brotherhood bond as they like get decimated. That's good TV. I swear to God, if that happens, that we have to still have deliberations and interrogations. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you though, right now, I'm at a spike, just putting it on mute and not watching at a spike because that would be utterly ridiculous. Well, we've off, we've threatened worse, which is just not showing up to the podcast. So not watching is the least of my problems. <laughs> like, Ian, don't, don't watch, it's fine. Do you see, but, spoiler alert for NGOG, Keeve got, Keeve has admitted finally that he got spoiled on something for New Girl and will not admit what it is. So like, I've got other problems. <laughs> it's just a great thing to hold over your head because anytime something comes like, what are you spoiled on? Is this what you're spoiled on? And it'd be funnier if he actually wasn't spoiled on anything. He just wanted to have this be an ongoing prank as a bit. Funnier is a relative term to whom? <laughs> <laughs> well, to, I think probably to everyone else but you. So, I think. 
listen, I, I, speaking of not showing up, I'm not going to show up anyway. But all right, I, <laughs> I think it's fair. If, if there's deliberations and it's just two people going in, I'll let you know what happens. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of the deliberation, I think I, I said this earlier, but I fully believe that Mariah said, Fessy can go in. It's fine. I just can't vote for him. Which I respect, as she should. Um, I don't know if he, I don't think she was, was as that, like throwing him under. I don't think she said anything as strong as that. I think she tried to keep the vote away from him. But I don't think she went up to her team and was like, I'll, like, if you want to throw him in, that's fine. I don't, I don't think she, like, was so willingly throwing him under the bus like that. So you will never do this. And I don't mean this in a shady way. I just mean, like, why would anyone? I wouldn't do it either if you asked this of me. But, like, what a what a preamble that was. That if you go back to when she says this, she says, I'll never say Fessy's name. And then it cuts. And it's clearly mid-sentence, and she's about to say something else. Mm. And I'm just like, she 100 percent is like, but I'm not gonna die here if you vote for it. Like, I'm still your team. I don't think she was like, well, wink, wink, send him in. But if people go back, I believe her saying, like, I'm not going to say his name, but I understand if you do is cut out mm-hmm. from the rest of that. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's totally possible. Cause look, I think bananas is in her ear being like, Fessy screwed you. Fessy screwed you because that's what he needs. He needs her vote against Fessy. He needs that to move against Fessy. You know, I mean, it turns out he didn't really need her full vote. He just needed to stay, I guess to stay out of the way, which is kind well, of the same thing. But he like she really needed out. the Jordan vote. Really needed the Jordan vote um, is what really swung it. But I guess for Bananas, it didn't matter. I mean, it, it probably would have worked out the same way, right? Whether it was Fessel or Nelson going in, based off how the draw went down, it was going to be Fessel versus Nelson anyway. Oh, if you assume that it's not like the butterfly effect and Fessel being in the draw doesn't change the right. outcome of the draw. Right. I guess different order could have been. Um, these interrogations, while boring, I think were a little weird. Like, I sort of thought when Chauncey goes in and they're like, well, who would you pick? And he's doing the classic, like, well, I can't really tell you. Like, I'll see what I see thing. And Amber's like, I'm not trying to screw you. You can tell these people. And it's like, Amber, girl, no, he cannot. They are not working with him. (laughs) Especially when I think it was Tori. I don't remember. Someone just shouted from the rap. It's like, oh, this will stay in this room. Like, like hell it will. What are you talking about? No, it won't. But I just thought, also, okay. even if it stays in this room that's like 75% of the cast is right there so who cares if it stays there it's all everyone we have to love Amber for this though because she's just almost like so naive like I think she does believe mm-hmm. like they've got camaraderie they're the underdogs they've won and now like she can trust them it's like no a girl again you cannot like no. you've been proven wrong so many times she's even like worse than like Charlie Brown with the football because she when she misses the football, she thinks, oh, they were just doing it for fun. And I'll just like come back around and do it again. Because even like the thing with Devin, where Devin's like so blatantly like, oh, I'm just doing this to pander to Amber so that maybe she'll be friends with me down the road. Cut to Amber. Devin's so great. He's really earned my trust. I can't wait to give him a favor down the road. Like if she just doesn't like, I, I don't know. She just doesn't learn. Um, Banana's pitch then was like a little strange to me. I guess there's limited options, but he's sort of like, well, if you want to go for a big threat, Fessel has outperformed me in every challenge. Well, as far as we're concerned, Bananas, you've been trying to openly portray that you've been throwing every challenge. But does he believe it's like that big of a difference that like Chauncey, as we see, will pick him? But as between Nelson or Fessel in the draw, is Fessel that much better? He just thinks he has a better case and wants to end up in the draw. He doesn't want to end up being the house vote. 
Yeah, I just thought it was refreshing that he said something. Like everyone else yeah. was like, I'm not fan name. At least he was like, go after Russell. He's like clearly dominating. You don't want to, you know, go against don't worry about going against me. You get out, get out, Russell. He's the scarier one. It was just nice to see uh, someone say that, and they like it reinforced what they all wanted to believe. Like at this point, even if Banana's like he's really throwing it, he's more telling. I think like, the audience, right? He's throwing it. I don't know how open he's being with everyone on the show, like in live time, that he's been throwing it. So to them, he could just be having like an off season. Um, so I, I, I think it's fine to like try to like reinforce the belief, what everyone does believe that Vessel is the, the dominant force, which is probably true. I mean, it, it, like, at this point, he is been great. It is funny. Uh, what we're not funny. I think another good thing that Bananas does in these deliberations here that Vessel also does, and maybe it's just like an advantage of they've been on the other side of the deliberation, so maybe it's what they would have thought was effective. But like, they both address each member of the winning team sort of individually. Like, just whose votes mm. they need. Like, Banana's sort of like, Nani, and I was like, I'll never vote against you. Like, whatever. And and I think that's actually an interesting tactic of, like, really only addressing the people whose votes you need. Yeah. No, that's why. I mean, that's like Survivor Jury uh, 101, right? Is you try to, like, key in on people. Or even just life. Like, even if you just go after, like, one person. Like, is that what they tell you to do? Like, a comedian in the crowd? Like, act like you're talking to one person or focus on one person at a time? And it, you know, makes an impact. Well, respectfully, I'm just trying to rip someone's head off. So I'm usually only focused mm-hmm. on one person. I doubt when he, look, respectfully, I'm going to eat your brain. What does CT say? Like, I'm going to smash your head and eat your brain. <laughs> smash, smash, smash your head and eat it. Yeah. But, but respectfully. respectfully. <laughs> See, that's the best I like. I wish he dove into that more. Like, I want him to be that, like, overconsuming beast that's just, like, here to, like, just dominate and win. Like, that's the vessel that I would want to see more. So I don't know if he's steering more into that or, or what, but I, I enjoyed that. No, I agree. I thought it was fun. Uh, but Jordan and Devin, we get a scene mm-hmm. of them discussing like what the move is. And Jordan is really pushing hard on let's break up Fessel and Nelson. Like that's what we have to do. That's our best chance of continuing to win. Is that the move? Do you think? So that's what I wanted to ask you. Like you, th- I, I was waiting for the antenna to go off with either Jordan or Devin and then be like, should we get in Chauncey's ear to tell him, like, actually, we want this to be Fessel versus Bananas? That's really what, like, we're letting it, everyone believe we, we want it to be Fessel versus Nelson to split them up. But in reality, we want to get either Fessel or Bananas out. That's where I thought one of them would have the idea, because I think that's what they should do. Because I think Fessel and Nelson, like, yes, Nelson clearly went on a limb for Fessel here, but they're, they're not like the ride or die pair that other there's other pairs in this game are like a nine and K, a Casey obviously or even like a Tory Devin like Ryder Knight pairs like yes they stump for each other but I don't think they need to be so split up to like save the game like to me I think the move should have been you try to get in Chauncey's ear to tell him actually save Nelson let's have this be bananas first That's am I like confused what is the threat of them being together? They're on the same team. They can't, like, I get that maybe their idea is like they'll vote together and bananas and the remaining person won't be on the same page vote wise, but like, it's not like they're stumping for each other in opposite sides. Right. Like, what is the danger of the tight pair? Especially like the numbers are going to dwindle down and this format's going to change. I just, I don't understand why they're being so, I mean, I guess in a way I should be happy because normally we can, well, not really like 
why aren't they thinking about the final? Or do they view Nelson as a bigger threat in the final than Bananas? To me, like, I, mean, I want Bananas. Be and the only person who can take out Bananas and or Fessel is Bananas and or Fessel, respectively. Yeah. And respectfully. No, I, absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, the fact that the the way that the move went down for Nelson now pins him as being so close to Fessel is even another feather in the cap of how bad that move was. Because <laughs> for him, being so connected to someone in this game means it is very likely they are going to want to split you up, right? Like, is once you have a clear ride or die on like a different team, the obvious move is okay. Let's just throw them in against each other. And for Nelson to have that be Fessel, where in most eliminations Fessel's going to be the heavy favorite against him. Is is preposterously bad. Like if you're going to write like some for someone, have it be someone where if push comes to shove and you're in elim- elimination against that person, you feel comfortable beating them. So the fact that he did this for Fessel of all people, who would be like the least likely person to, for Nelson to beat in an elimination, is is even more asinine than than every other point that we made when the decision went down. Well, this is part of my question is like, how much is it really their partnership or their perceived partnership, and how much is it Banana's capital? They're just like. You know, Nelson's sort of at the bottom of all the alliances. Fessel is like a huge target. I mean, I know like Casey and Nani really are should or like at least Casey should be in Fessel's camp. But like, does Bananas just have sort of the social capital to like be saved? Even if, and, and like Jordan is so in his own shit about it that he has to like make a reason why, just like he does with the vote, he has to make mm-hmm. a reason why it's the correct game move and not just I'm kowtowing to Bananas. I don't think this is Banana's social capital because I mean I, I definitely am not giving much credit to Nani for saving him like that would have been like the social capital on that side I don't think she did much to save him I mean maybe you give him some credit for having a low profile throughout the season to keep him out of like a lot of votes early on and I think it, it probably helped him here just like that low profile run but I think this was more just them for whatever reason were being threatened out of the pair of, of Nelson and and Fessel, that's what they were just focused on. Of like, let's just get these two out. I I think it's never what we say. I'm just like, I think there's underlying, yeah. like, we're not putting bananas in, but who knows? I'm like trying to do a quick scan on uh, Twitter, but people are tweet about so many. If you're on the challenge, just tweet about stuff that we care about and not like your mm-hmm. own stuff that you want to tweet about, okay? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um. All right, but we get to the zone. Let's talk about Yosemite Sam. And by Yosemite Sam, I mean Jordan. So, like, Tori, can you set this up? Tori has this, what I thought was a very confusing conversation with Jordan right before the zone. Yeah, this, of all the conversation that feels like there was more that we didn't, like, fully see, this was, this to me was it, where Tori has a conversation with, with, with Jordan. And I think what the gist of it was, it didn't come across fully that clear until the, in the zone and the full aftermath of, uh, Tori basically saying like, I stuck my neck out for you uh, last week during guys day, like kept you off the block or two weeks ago during guys day to keep you off the block um, with the, with the thought that, Oh, like Jordan, would I do us a favor and save one of our strong guys? Um, and now the first chance you get, you're going against what I said you would do and going against one of our strong guys. And like, now you like throw me under the bus and how could you do this with our like facts with our uh, history, with our relationship? How, how could you do this? It's basically the gist of the conversation. But again, I didn't really understand what she was saying until it was more laid out for me in the, in the zone when they were yelling at each other. I just think that, 
I think Tori misplayed that. Like that was a really strange thing to say. It'll affect our relationship. But Jordan completely used that to make the vote that he was going to make regardless. And then really throw Tori on. Yeah, and then really throw Tori on the bus because he the fact that he made it so public at the zone, and then you know Tori is going to like go off at him to try to defend herself, which I think she did horribly. You don't like that response is not going to gain you favor by anyone. So like you either have to play that like calm, cool, and collected, and then go after him after. Uh, but like doing that so publicly in his own is, is just going to make her feel like more of an outcast within her own group. Um, so I feel like she played it horribly wrong, but Jordan like set her up to do exactly that. Yeah, and this going back to our conversation, like Jordan is a humanitarian. Jordan is a great athlete. Jordan is an asshole. Like. It, mm-hmm. you're an asshole like don't do this to someone you were engaged to you know like have a freaking line like it's just it's it's he like completely threw her under the bus in such a way that i thought was like egregious and like i really respected tori being like man up and like own your shit this has nothing to do with me the one thing i'll say about that is tori did just vote in your east and didn't fully man up to the full reason like we can debate whether but it, it was, was complete we already agreed game. on this it was you literally roll the tape. You were like, it's a hundred percent the right decision. But there definitely was some personal aspect to it, and she wouldn't admit to it. All right, roll like, the I'm tape. Sure that's the what, listeners roll the tape. If, Cut the if clip. I'm Jordan, if I'm Jordan, I'm like, you just voted in the person I'm hooking up with, and obviously for you, that's going to have some uh, emotional baggage to it, and you're not owning up to that. So why should I own, own up to this? Make a TikTok of you. Make your own TikTok of a cell phone. Of you, you rolling the clip of you saying it was primarily said, game, primarily said, game. Yeah, prim- exactly, primarily is that all. So there was some aspect to it of uh, personal. But it's okay. But say, if it's emotionally it sound, if okay, so then the the equivalent to me, I I, get what I I take the point. What I think would have been equivalent is Jordan saying, like you look at Tori's speech when she makes a speech, which is like, I really respect you. You're a great player. Like this is the move I have to make. If Jordan says, like, you know, I have to make a move for my personal and, like, Fessel, I'm sorry, and, like, Tori's trying to protect you, whatever, like, he mm-hmm. just completely throws her under the bus for, like, it's 0% of the reason that he's picking him, and he makes it 100% of the reason. I think that's reverse of Tori not wanting to admit that her reason is somewhat personal, even though it's the correct game decision. So, Jordan so just wants think, to be the person who never goes back on his words. He's like, I'm only going back on my word because my ex-fiance told me to or told me not mm-hmm. to. And I hate her. So, so you think if Tori, like that conversation doesn't happen. Tori just avoids him at the end to go to the zone. Best, uh, Jordan's still voting in Fessel. Yeah, because I think Jordan thinks Fessel is the correct person. Because honestly, if you have to, if you're risking that Nelson, Chauncey or Fessel is going to pull the, or Fessel or Bananas is going to pull the safe thing. You would rather have Fessy as the number one target in the zone, so that's the correct move mm-hmm. is to put Fessel in as the direct vote. I was just very surprised that he would give Fessel his word like that because Jordan. I mean, he usually is like in this type of game. Like he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. So I was very surprised to see him give Fessel his word. Like I'm not going to vote for you. Um, and then and P.S. Your word ahead. can't be revoked because you don't like what somebody else did trying to advocate for you to keep your word. That doesn't right, like make like, you now the moral right. like, oh, somebody else told me they'll be upset if I don't keep my word. So now I can't keep my word. Right. That, that doesn't right. make you an honest player. No, 
it would be one thing if Fessel did something. Like he he heard like Fessel was saying like, "Oh, Jordan's gonna save me, but I'm gonna screw him over next week." Is what like nothing to do with anything that Fessel was doing. Can you tell I'm trying to get a piece of cookie? I told you I was gonna put it far away. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. It's actually a very interesting vote that we get to, like, sort of a split vote. And then Mariah burns her vote, which... I think it's quite a bad look for Mariah, but at least from what we've seen, the entire house is on her side and thinks she got screwed by Festival. So, like, maybe it's okay. Yeah, the old three, two, one, three vote. Very exciting. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very, I mean, good ordering by the challenge to have uh, Mariah go last. And good on her for, you know, knowing what the show's about um, and knowing that, like, a tie could put their, their team in jeopardy. And if anything, if I was like some more people on their, you know, I'll be like, oh, thank you, Mariah. Like, we can't risk, like, Devin, Jordan, like, all that. She'll be like, oh, thank you, Mariah, for, for doing this, for, for doubly saving us. Because um, I think that's probably, I mean, I think they would have had a chance to revote and then uh, go to a tie, but I would imagine if, they, if the tie stood, based off the precedent, they would probably go in, or at least maybe, like, a draw or something like that. So I can definitely see that happening. No, I agree. I, I thought it was a strong move for her. Um... Here's my question, though, because Chauncey pulls the, the safe dagger, saves bananas. Mm-hmm. Did Nelson screw himself? Is Nelson's game won or lost, in this case lost, by him coming after Amber when Amber was uh, seemingly his number one ally? Yeah, no, absolutely. Nelson's decisions when he was in power were very bad. Um, going after Amber when that was a clear number for him, Amber was looking for a home. He flushed that down the drain. And choosing to stand by Fessel and then painting himself as Fessel's number one that they had to split up. Like, I think going into the season, you wouldn't be thinking of, oh, like, we have Fessel in, we have to split up Fessel and Nelson. Like, Nelson created that dynamic in the house. Um, and it strongly bit him in the butt. But if Nelson had, like, even remotely looked out for Amber, I think Chauncey saves him here. Like, why is he yeah, saving bananas? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, they have nothing. Yeah. It's all what Nelson didn't do and nothing that bananas did. Yeah, it's not like Bananas and, Chau- and Chauncey have formed like a great friendship or anything like that. They were friends by default. Like they were the other two guys on the team that now uh, they're like, all right, well, Nelson and Bessler are going to save each other. We might as well uh, look out for ourselves. It, 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 this would have been Bananas more on our own. Or like Bananas would have probably in default maybe went to like being Bessler's like backup, like number one, because Nelson and Chauncey would have been looking out for each other. I have to say, watching this elimination, I was absolutely stunned by the result because I just couldn't imagine that there's a world this season that Nelson wasn't making the final. So I was like, oh, wow, Nelson beats Tressie. Like, I really did yeah. not expect for Nelson to go out here. 
I mean, just incredible timing. Literally, like I think the morning of or like the night before, I I, I clipped the yeah from our podcast last week. I'm like, oh, this is Nelson season the win, um, and then boom, he's limited. I even made like my weekly TikTok about it of uh, Nelson's game coming crashing down. It was stunning. Uh, I couldn't believe it. But like even when it was playing out, I was like, I'm still really gonna lose this. I, I to me, I thought what was gonna happen was Nelson was gonna pull the same thing and it was gonna be Fessel versus, versus Chauncey and Chauncey was gonna go home. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I thought this was gonna go down. And I, I couldn't believe that it was Nelson and Nelson just poofed on. And poor Nelson and poor Norris, like they have the freaking redemption house open and they're both go boom boom knocked out. You know, Nelson doesn't even get the uh satisfaction of like thinking he has hope. There's no hope. And Norris, no hope. Which I think Megan wrote to us on Twitter, is that right? And said that Narice said on the challenge podcast that there's no like house, they're just like quarantined in a hotel. Yeah, they're just chilling. Which it must be pretty close because they got Narice there pretty quick. Um, it's on their own, so it's definitely not far away. Well, they had everyone chilling there for the late arrivals, so it's probably just like quick turn down sort of like turnaround in the hotel. Yeah. Uh, very, but yeah. Very true. I mean, as uh, who shouts out incredible season, like it really was. An, it, was it was Nelson's best season, I think, for sure. Oh, sorry. Uh, Kristen Marie uh, wrote about listening to Challenge Mania with Nerys. So thank you for writing. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, I mean, this is either this is Nelson's best season or I guess, I mean, he finished second, right? In one of his earlier seasons, I guess you could put put that one up there, too. But in terms of like as a character, like he was one of the stars of the season. I mean, he, look at some of the challenge posters for the season. He's like the biggest person on there. Um, so they, they, he was really the star, uh, of this season. So just sad. And even his, like, uh, his goodbye, like apologizing to his fans. I thought that was towards me. Uh, I was going to say, did you feel <laughs> like apologized to by that? I did. I did. I mean, I felt that I, I accepted his apology. I, I am ready for him to come back stronger <laughs> next year. Um, yeah, you know, got the daily monkey off his back. He's ready to get the, the championship off his back. Um, and maybe, you know, make some better decisions when you're in power. Or, like, maybe before power. Maybe that's what else we should go back to. I don't know. The reason that I think this is his best season, result aside, my lack of recollection for his prior results aside, is, like, Nelson's heart has always been his Achilles heel, and I think his lack of sort of strategic ability has been his Achilles heel. I think he fixed one and a half of those problems but in just the right amount like I think his strategy was better although he made like a lot of bungled moves I think his head was more in the game I think there's potential here I think he sort of built some relationships that are going to help him in the future he's mended some vessels some fences like there mm-hmm. um and he still leads with his heart he still leaves with the respect and trust of like the entire crowd even the people he screwed over like that's a beautiful thing um and I think a few things go differently and he's he's winning like as as Vessel very frustratingly says you'll get this dub one day like I would die if mm-hmm. the person who um eliminated me is like you're gonna get this dub one day like shut up it's your fault I'm not getting it now for the second time right right even when he was like oh uh, you know I hate to send Nelson home again he's just like you know twist the twist the knife a little bit harder uh for Nelson but yeah it's it, it sucks it sucks for Nelson if they really stay, if they stayed pairs, uh, and they made a final. Nelson and Reese look really, really strong to to win the whole thing. Um, so I, I I think once the once the teams things happen, uh, Nelson's chances of winning really uh, drop down based off where he stood with everyone else. So it's quite unfortunate. Um, I'm gonna spoil. He's going to the number one spot in my want to come back list. Oh, he made it above Kenny. Wow. <laughs> 
I think now as we move on, like the the rest of the cast is probably going to go in like the top five. You know, Jay and Jack are at the top of my two, mm-hmm. and I think everyone else is going to kind of go in or above those people. I think I'll probably Johnny and Below will probably stick, but we'll see. Yeah, Mariah's Mariah's not doing a lot. Sorry, on the men's me. list. I'm sorry, on the yeah. men's list. Yeah, I'm a, like <laughs> Mariah. I mean, like she came back great. I'm not like screaming for Mariah to, to make a return. Maybe in the back half of the season, they'll, things will change, but uh, like I certainly rather Norris come back, uh, for instance, over her. So, um, you know, we'll see with Mariah. Um, Kath Bath 9000 says, are we set up for a Tory and Devin win now? It sure does seem like it. If not, Devin is still delivering gold in all his confessionals. Well, should we make that TikTok now and then Tori goes home next week? Should we just Tori's winners at it? I did clock one weird thing where they like they had some weird like Tori POV, like what it meant for her game of when they were talking about Vessel. I was like, oh, why is Tori getting confessional here? Um so maybe maybe they set set up for Tori this season. I don't know. I mean, here's you said this before brilliantly, like last week or two weeks ago. Like if if Nelson going out here doesn't tell you that there is no winners at it, it does not exist, like we can't read anything in the challenge. Like, yeah, like who's got, I guess I guess now Fessel's getting the most winners at it, but he's not really, I don't know. He's, he's just like winning stuff. He's not really getting like a winner's edit. I don't know. So no one's really getting it. It, it just, it'll just play it out, it plays out. We will see. We will play it out as it plays out. Um, I don't have a drinking game rule this week. I, I failed. That's okay. I don't have one either. And we could, uh, Kyle Picard uh, is enjoying his uh, nice, nice winter, winter break. So no, uh, no results for this week. We did have a couple. I noted a couple of uh, double confessionals. Still have those coming up. M- mainly Bananas and Nani and Chauncey and Amber are the two right. that have been getting it a lot. Um, everyone else has been more. We're flying solo. Um, where do you have uh, Nelson and your want to come back, Greg? Yeah, I'd be right at the top. Um, uh, I, I, I can't imagine those. If, if he's like one or one A with, with other people, I think like Nelson would be top. I can't even think. Uh, I guess him and Jay, like Jay, like, it would be equal-ish, but like I guess Nelson a little bit above Jay, but I want to say they're both back, so. All right, well, you'll see us back, but in 2023, uh, Happy New Year, Brian. Another happy great New year, year. 2023. Of Challenge Episode Podcasting. 13. Look at that. Not three. Um, yeah, we're entering year nine? Year nine. Year eight and a half. Right? Started 2014, right? So. Bananas, literally. <laughs> um, I I want to say uh, thanks to our five star viewers this year. Thanks to the listeners, we appreciate you. Wouldn't be going eight and a half years without you, or maybe we would, but Rob probably would have cut us off and our microphones would be plugged into nothing, and we would just be talking probably. insane. Um, but start us in the new year on the right foot, you know. Let uh, let us know that you're here, that you're listening, that you're mm-hmm. uh, enjoying. Robuswebsite.com/slash/challengefeed plugs you right through to iTunes. Uh, you know, wish us a happy new year. Would it kill you? No, nothing would it kill you. <laughs> I can guarantee it won't kill you to do that. So. Well, I can't guarantee. I'm not willing to guarantee, but I probably not. That's true. I guess your computer or phone could explode at that very moment, but it's very <laughs> unlikely it would kill you. So you can roll the dice on that one. Uh, you, can just, you can follow me on Twitter, Cohen Brian underscore. Also on TikTok, Cohen Brian underscore. Oh, yeah. You can follow Oh yeah. Follow you. Follow me at Last Tweets. Check out New Girl Old Guy. We dropped an episode this week. Imagine. Uh anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. And I was on talking about knives out. Great movie for the holiday season or for any season. 
uh, post-show recap. So check that out as well if you're, or don't, you know, but I liked it. I liked it too. I, I wasn't a big fan of the ending. I was going to have to spoil it, but I, I didn't really like the resolution, but I did enjoy the ride along the way. So. Well, you have no taste. I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> always back. Different strokes for different folks, you know? You'll love, it. You'll love to see it. All right, we'll be back in 2023 for episode 13. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.